We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zedroig, joined by Chris Owen. We're here to talk Game Week 30, to talk and bet on Game Week 30 in the Premier League. Chris, uh, we're a little later in the day. You have a little bit more energy than the 6 a.m., 7 a.m. show, so uh, it's going to be a good show. I'm just matching this energy you're bringing right now. We, <laughs> If you're watching on YouTube, Adam came in like he was like swimming. He's he's ready to rock. We're we're uh, we're recorded on a Friday here. Normally we're recording at like six thirty a.m. on a Thursday. Well, for me, on a Thursday morning, it's Friday. Though I got let me tell you, I got I got a couple screens going. I got Masters on on one of them, and then I got the Masters on the other. We're chatting, you know. So it's I'm totally locked in. I'm maybe overly caffeinated, but also ready to rock for a good weekend of the Premier League and I'm going to be couch bound throughout the week weekend watching both Masters and the Premier League and I'm just I couldn't be more excited about it. It sounds like a great weekend. We had to push the show back. Chris is flying from Kansas City. I had some water heater issues so we had to push that show back from this morning to now but Chris before we get into the bets here we got so I told you to get to Oklahoma Joe's the gas station. I don't you haven't told me yet if you actually went there. You told me you got burn ends at some point, but did you make it to Oklahoma Joe's or I, I guess Kansas City Joe's? I don't even know what the current name is now. I think it's just Joe's. I think Joe's, it's just, okay. Um, I did not make it there, but I did make it to a couple different barbecue locations, mostly because I was at a work event all week throughout the week. And like one of one of it, it was like catered with like some barbecue and like and you know yeah you had Jack Stack catered yeah Jack yeah. Stack and then I actually went back to a different Jack Stack location, um, which was it was I mean for for a guy who lives out here in Seattle where barbecue <laughs> is honestly not non-existent, um, it was uh, it was tasty. I had a bunch of burnt ends. I had some ribs. Um, you know, my stomach maybe wasn't used to all that meat, but, uh, you know, I, would I, I, would I do it again? Absolutely. I will say, uh, and I, I don't was it you or somebody else who told me that burn ends, the birthplace of burn ends are, is Kansas city. So probably me. Yeah. So, I mean, let me tell you those, those are tasty. And, uh, anytime you can get, eat some meat that's been cured for whatever smokes cured for hours on end you got to get into it so i did have some mac and cheese too which which uh, was pretty tasty but yeah i 
Good to be back here in the home office, though. I will say that. You didn't get a Sporting KC kit or anything? <laughs> I'm, if you you know, as you can see right below behind me is the Seattle Sounders. I'm a, I was adopted in 2019, and now I'm a diehard. So a diehard, if you will. Um, but yeah, no, I did not. No, no Sporting KC. But I will say they have a. They just opened up their airport. Really nice airport. And uh, I was thinking yes, about. I heard it. about that. I was thinking about it with the lens of like they're going to host some World Cup matches in 2026. I don't know how many each each uh, host city gets, but like pretty good setup. You know, when you think I haven't spent much time in Kansas City, but when you think of it, like, like what World Cup games? But like Arrowhead, if they're still, are they still calling Arrowhead? Um, is <laughs> is a really cool stadium, and then the airport is massive. They have a boatload of hotels, and so yeah, it should be. I, honestly, I was like, wow, this could be a good spot for some underrated spot for some world cup matches yeah not to get too deep into kansas city but yeah, yeah their <laughs> airport the airport is kind of close to the stadium a little actually closer to the stadium than it is downtown but yeah uh either way maybe i got to get back there at some point maybe for the world cup in 2026 maybe uh get to one of those games that would be pretty awesome but yeah. haven't been back for a few years and that barbecue is always uh you know, in Michigan, there's a lot of barbecue places, but you just don't find the same kind of barbecue. And uh, I'm still like trying to find the as close as possible to Kansas City barbecue, but you just can't really do it. So, yeah. nevertheless, game week 30, Premier League. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, we got our records here. We got the betting records. I'm up to 52 and 26. Chris is 39, 35 and one, and we're uh, we're. I think about plus 600 bucks on our parlay. I give that out because our team parlay record is nine and 17, but me and Chris are actually both three games above 500. Each of us uh, we'll get into that. But again, check out our betting rec records on the site on Rotowire, on the betting page. You can find that and you can see all of the breakdowns for all of the matches, but let's, let's get into it here. So we have, a pretty busy week here, busy, a busy Saturday, I'll say. Eight matches on Saturday, and we're, we're going with this first one is a little hard to a little hard to find some bets for, I guess I'll say here. So we got Manchester City at Southampton, and this number has been going a little a little back and forth here. Um, at one point, minus three forty for Manchester City about a week ago, but they're currently minus three ninety to win Southampton are plus one thousand uh, that has been up to plus eleven hundred to win draw is plus five fifty and then if you want to bet goals, you can get over two and a half goals at minus one seventy five but if you want over three and a half goals that's plus one forty five under two and a half goals plus one forty. Chris, how did you go about finding a bet for this game? Did you put anything into it when these teams met two months ago in Southampton one two nil uh, at Southampton? I, I don't put much weight into that result. I mean, it was in a League Cup where Southampton was at home and they did win, but like that that was a one off from the whole Southampton season, right? Like Southampton's just been it's they've been poor. And they met earlier this season. It was in October. Uh, Manchester City was playing at home. They won that one 4-0. Uh, the season prior to that, they played uh, last March, was it? I want to say. That was in the FA Cup. City won that one 4-1-2. There's been a couple different results here. where Southampton has actually kind of hung tough with them. 
Uh, they've got two draws in the two uh, in last season's uh, Premier League games. They got a one-one and a zero-zero. But uh, yeah, I mean, City are in a really. I mean, they just got done really taking care of Liverpool there. Four-one uh, last was that Saturday or Sunday? Um, so they're they're doing pretty well. They're scoring a ton of goals, and I I just like immediately my sense of this game is that we're going to see Manchester city dominate from, you know, first whistle to the second, to the end whistle. And I expect this to be like a kind of a, a bloodbath a bit. So uh, what I thought initially, even despite that two, no win for Southampton, I think that's just a one-off, but um, I looked at, I was like, all right, how can I get uh, Manchester city? Can I get them at, at minus one and a half was my first reaction. Cause I was like, ah, well, they're, they're, I like them to elite win by at least two goals. Um, but unfortunately, the, the minus one and a half is at minus 135. So if you can maybe shop around for that, uh, you might be able to get a little bit better odds. Our Mendoza line is usually like minus 125 or minus 130. So I'm not going to go with that bet. I also looked at the, you know, that if you want to go one more for City to completely dominate by three goals, you can get City uh, favored by minus two and a half. And that's plus 185. So kind of. Kind of a good idea there, but uh, I, I was between that one and Manchester City over two and a half goals for the match, uh, plus 110. I really think that we're going to see like Holland probably score a hat trick here. Um, you know, uh, uh, Jack Grealish has looked really good lately, too. They're just in a rich vein of form, uh, as as is per usual for, for City, but I think that they score at least three goals here. And if you want to smash that a little bit more, you could go, uh, you could go minus two and a half at plus 185. And, it, and even if you want to go a little more conservative, the minus one and a half there is there too at minus 135. So I, I, I'm all over City here. I don't think Southampton puts up a fight. Yeah, it'd be hard. It's just hard to bet on Southampton. That's just kind of what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, Southampton against Manchester City. You said Manchester City, rich vein of form. Uh, multiple people, maybe even Guardiola said after that Liverpool match, it was one of the best m- matches they played all season just with, how they controlled that one with how they, you know, it's four one. They were, they were down early, but they still kind of did whatever they wanted. And I mean, you look back at before the international break, six nil against Burnley, seven nil against Leipzig. They've been pretty much cruising and dominating every match. Um, even, you know, home against Newcastle, which Newcastle just ran riot over West Ham, you know, two nil win against them is, is pretty good. So they've been kind of rolling for about a month now then you throw that into Southampton. And if you want to look at the last time these teams played, Nathan Jones was the manager, everyone's favorite manager that apparently everyone on the team hated. Somehow they got that win, but if you look at the lineups there, Cole Palmer started, Kyle Walker started at center back, Cancelo went a full 90, Sergio Gomez started at left back, Calvin Phillips got one of his only starts of the season. So it's just a weird lineup and – Man City didn't really care about it too much, so wouldn't really even look at that game. So, as Chris said here, as I put it on the screen, Man City over two and a half goals. Seems like a pretty good idea, plus 110. I was between – I initially had Manchester City minus three and a half corners, but in in the hopes that uh, – I'm just going to take Manchester City over six and a half corners. That's minus 115. My thought was that, okay, maybe Manchester City, you know, they get the two, three goals and they get, you know, a bunch of opportunities in the first 60 minutes and then maybe the last 30 is kind of more up and down. And then JWP and company are getting corners. So I didn't want to be in a situation where it's like, okay, Manchester City, they get seven or eight corners, but 
Southampton get four or something and they all come in the final 10 minutes or something when, when city don't really care. Cause they're looking forward to Bayern Munich. So we're both kind of Manchester city, which isn't surprising. Chris over two and a half goals on specifically Manchester city. I am over six and a half corners on Manchester city. Adam, what do you think? Can you, can they get to seven corners? What do you got? Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is going to be one of those like 70, 30 possession games, I think. But what what were the odds on that on that Man City minus three and a half? Uh, uh, they're they're minus one ten. It was even odds. Yeah, oh, even odds. So yeah, yeah. I mean, both both of those seem intriguing. You're uh, definitely going a bit more game script with the minus three and a half. I feel like or like you know theorizing that a bit more. But yeah, over seven corners, it seems pretty doable. Um, like if it was like yeah, I think six and a half is. Is, is pretty solid so yeah, yeah my minus one and a half in the first half is is minus 130 so i mean at that point it's still you know minus 130 compared to this to the minus 115 so it just kind of depends what you want to kind of what you want to bet you could even do like some first half single game parlay where it's like you know manchester city two goals in the first half and then minus one and a half corners and then throwing a holland first goal score or whatever kind of a thing uh, that'll be, you know, pretty simple 45 minute parlay if you think they just come out and cruise. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're both all over Man City winning this like three now. I looked at the total goal bands and I I don't have the confidence to not pick like for Man City to show up and not win like six now. So, right. You know, that one's a little tougher because it's a bit less predictable. It's just too hard to look at yeah. Southampton in this spot. Yeah, totally. Next match we got is a little more even. Leeds are home against Crystal Palace. Leeds coming off a midweek win against someone. Nottingham Forest, I believe. Crystal Palace also coming off a win. And that was, I guess that was a week ago. Crystal Palace completely dominated. Crystal Palace dominated so much in Roy Hodgson's first game that Brendan Rodgers was sacked the following day. I believe it was 31 shots to three shots uh, when Crystal pa- Crystal Palace played in their first match under Hodgson. So, uh, you know, that's what we got here. Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace, just a dominant team. And that's uh, – but we look at the odds here. We got Leeds are plus 105 at home to win. Crystal Palace are plus 255. Draw is plus 250. Over two-and-a-half goals, plus 115. Under two-and-a-half goals, minus 140. And no, I guess the big injury news for Crystal Palace is that Guaita is out again with a calf injury, but also Zaha, who was injured last match, he's going to be out for a couple weeks with a groin injury. So you throw that in with Tyler Adams still out for Leeds, maybe for the rest of the season. You got a couple big injuries for both these teams. What do you think that means uh, in terms of this matchup here? A lot of opportunity. I mean, we'll see probably Ayu in place of Zaha for Crystal Palace, maybe Edward. Uh, up there as well but uh yeah i it's this one's a bit interesting because you mentioned the the roy hodgson bump the new manager bump and uh yeah hilarious they couldn't score goals before then they come out and score two i mean lester city are brutal defensively two goals from 31 shots i'll say yeah right so the volume the volume was certainly there um but yeah like i for me i'm i think Leeds specifically, this is to Leeds, but they've been in some games. They've been over three goals in their past four games. We had two two against Brighton. We had four two where they beat Wolverhampton. That I lost a bet on that match. I'm not salty. Um, they lost uh, Arsenal four one, and then they come out 
um, and beat Nottingham Forest uh, 4-1. So they've actually been decent their last four games. I mean, Arsenal, that's a tough team to beat for anyone. We'll talk about them in a second here. But, yeah, Crystal Palace, they come out and win their first game in, in quite a while. Uh, but, yeah, win it 2-1. So I'm honestly, this despite – well, this is probably two-sided here, but Zaha being out of the lineup obviously hurts Crystal Palace from an attacking perspective. But no – uh, Gaita um, in net. So that hurts them. I, they're going to give Sam Johnstone the start, it looks like. So I, I think for this one, I'm on the goals. Leeds have been filling it up or at least been allowing a lot of goals. They've been scoring a couple goals themselves. Crystal Palace, was the last match more of what we're about to see? Are they going to play a bit more attacking under Roy? But I don't know. I, I just think that we're going to see a couple goals here. I see like a 2 1. Um, I'm, and if I really wanted to go out on a further limb on this match, I would, I would love Leeds money line at home. Um, but I don't have, I, I didn't want to make that my bet. I wanted to keep it a little, the duality of the over two and a half rather than the uh, singular pick on a money line bet. But I do like Leeds money line. Yeah. I forgot to mention, uh, I was just talking about the Crystal Palace Leicester match uh, that happened a week ago. It was only a week ago, but I, I kind of forgot some things, but it was, Crystal Palace dominated, but they also allowed the first goal. And then their first goal came, uh, it was an own goal. I, th- I think it was an Eberhecha easy free kick that bounced off uh, Iverson's back or his leg or something. And then they didn't get the winner until the basically the final minute, late in stoppage time. So even though they dominated, they still struggled to get three points there, which I, th- I think is still pretty interesting. I was going to look at corners for this one, but – just in terms of Hodgson, in terms we we'll see how they actually want to play. I looked at some corner numbers from the 2020 season, and it just didn't support the way I wanted to go. I thought Crystal Palace would would I I mean I think there's going to be goals in this game, and I think there's going to be corners. But I kind of this is one of my rare non-corner bets, just because of the the unreliability or the unknown of what Roy Hodgson is going to do away from home. I mean, we saw what Crystal Palace looked like at home, but are they going to play different? I think that's possible, but we're both on the same side here. You got over two and a half goals plus 115. I am on, yes, both teams to score minus 110. I think that's, uh, I mean, we don't really have to go too much more into it. You can see from all these Leeds matches when Tyler Adams hasn't played, they're just allowing goals. They, they even allowed a late one against Nottingham Forest last week. Their defense just isn't as good. They're still trying to figure out what they're doing in the midfield. Uh, they used uh, Rasmus Christensen in the midfield two games ago. Last game, it was Roka and McKenney. We'll see who lines up in this one. But I think without Adams in there, I think there's a definite weakness. And then on the other side of that, Crystal Palace, Sam Johnstone, Roy Hodgson. I don't know. Just seems like goals kind of match. So, this isn't – you can't parlay both of ours. I assume uh, – I guess you could, but you're just not going to get a ton of value. So it's better off just taking both of ours. If you like them, take them off as single bets with the yes on both teams to score and then over two and a half goals. I'm actually kind of surprised that over two and a half goals is plus 115 here and not like a minus 120. But maybe that's just because of Crystal Palace's uh, – uh, propensity to play a little more defensive. But again, this is Roy Hodgson and this is no longer Patrick Vieira. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Not like Roy is an attacking virtuoso in terms of, yeah. style, but I like, I just think leads are just so erratic. Like they, they are, you know, they have some attackers that, that can get it done. They can score, 
but they're terrible. You know, they're not very good. Uh, like they're not very compact. So it was like, you know, there's the opportunity for a pass to go grab a couple, but this isn't the same bet, but they're quite, they're quite similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like leads make a defensive mistake like every match and yeah, every, and if that happens, then you, you got to think that crystal palace probably aren't going to win one nil. Like that's not going to happen. So let's just assume leads make their usual defensive mistake and allow a goal. And then leads will probably get one somewhere. So goals, that makes sense. Yeah. When's the last time leads kept a clean sheet? That's, that would be a good question. Uh, maybe they haven't. I don't know. I assume it's at home. Um, yeah, this match is at home. Oh, where they've kept a clean sheet. Uh, to do not too surprising, but it came 1-0 against Southampton at the end of February. So, oh, right. Southampton, what are you going to do? Yeah, other than that, yeah. Oh, they held Brentford back in January, too, to a clean sheet. But, yeah, they're not. Yeah, it's been a bit. So, Probably the biggest match of the weekend we got and the final match of the weekend. This one's on Sunday, a little bit later in the day on Sunday. Liverpool are home as an underdog. You can see in the line movement, Liverpool were plus 145 to win this match five days ago. Now they're plus 185, so it looks like there's been some Arsenal money. Arsenal are plus 135, used to be plus 170. Um what happened in the past five days that I guess it was just that Liverpool lost? Yeah, they got well. This, well, this is April second, though. These odds was that Sunday? Okay, yeah, I guess. I guess after it just seems like I don't know. It doesn't feel like that much has changed for these teams. That Liverpool went from a home favorite to a home underdog uh, in the matter of five days, but I guess just people betting on Arsenal here. We got the draw at plus 270, over two and a half goals, minus 160, over three and a half goals is plus 155, and then under two and a half goals is plus 130. All right, Chris, everyone knows what you're going to bet here, so just tell us <laughs> tell us why Liverpool are going to get some points. I tried to pick every other route here than selecting a – I wanted to go over, you know, I wanted to, the, the under's no good either. Like you can't get the odds you want. Um, so then I was like, all right, let's take a peek around. How can I p- put a bet down? That isn't a huge commitment. Um, and so I, I just kind of p- took a peek around, but going back, uh, Arsenal has not won an Anfield since 2012. Uh, I, I guess in the Premier League, they did win a league cup match in 2020 um that that matchup was interesting it was kind of a lot of a lot of kids um but you can get a liverpool draw no bet here um at playing at home they've been you know as we all know they're they're barely they're a championship level team away from home this season but at home they've taken 30 points out of a possible 39 so they've won quite a few games they've got they've beaten some teams there that are actually you know they've I think they was it City earlier in the season. They've they've beaten a couple other teams where it's pretty notable. But yeah, this is uh this is an interesting weekend. We expect City to get they're gonna grab all three points. If they if Arsenal are able to, to go into Anfield and win this, I think that uh um you know, I feel like it's pretty tied up that way. But I'm actually uh, I'm interested to see who makes the starting lineup here. I think they, they left uh the lineup they, they had Curtis Jones in the lineup on Sunday again. Or no, on Tuesday no. against yeah Tuesday uh, in the zero zero draw against Chelsea, 
interested to see if he comes back out as, you know, no one's surprised here. Their midfield is, is uh, not quite good. Um, but Arsenal, is this, is this just like a victory? Like this is, this is like puts the feeling in their sails. I'm not sure, but I'm just going to go from a historical standpoint. They haven't won at Anfield in the Premier League since 2012. Tough place to play. I think that if anything, this might be a draw, but on the odd chance that Liverpool actually pull all three points here, you can get, you know, you can kind of play it safe with the draw no bet here. So if it's if it's a draw, it's a push. If it's uh, a Liverpool win, you cash out. If it's an Arsenal win, your money is back in the DraftKings bank. So I'm, I'm on them here just from a historical standpoint. And they did play earlier this season. I do recall that uh, I, I think Saka scored the penalty late on the match. Kind of a dubious call, in my opinion, but that's uh, coming from a true Fairweather fan. Or not a, a true Liverpool diehard. So I was like, eh. But uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on draw no bet here. If it's a drop, get your money back. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I think maybe you know we could see something different. We were saying this before they played Manchester United too. Like we're like, ah, oh, no way that they they take points here. They won seven nil, and then they proceeded to lose their next three games and draw one. So I don't know what to expect. I do expect a good game. We've seen a lot of goals in these games in the past, and uh, oh yeah, just hoping for something competitive. I remember having a discussion with that Liverpool Manchester United match. And I was like, how much does it matter that Liverpool are at home? And I think we found out, uh, I guess we found out all season that it's a pretty big difference between some of these teams at home and some of them away from home for some reason. I mean, maybe not for some reason, obviously the fans behind you, sometimes the calls go your way, that kind of a thing. But it's just so crazy for a team like Liverpool just to be, I don't know, incompetent away from home. And then they have the big wins against Manchester City, against Manchester United. They have those wins for them. They haven't allowed a goal at home in their last, what, four home matches in league play. Obviously, we're throwing out the Real Madrid match. but uh, So I, I wanted to look at, corners for Arsenal because of that and then I looked a little more into just Liverpool at home and how different they are and I'm kind of siding with that aspect so Chris is going Liverpool draw no bet that's plus 110 which I think is that still plus 110 I know the odds have been changing yet yeah, still plus 110 uh, yeah pretty good odds there uh so when these teams met earlier in the season, game week 10, I look back, Chris took one of his lone corner bets this season. He <laughs> took under four or under nine and a half corners for the match. It finished seven total corners. And I'm kind of going in that same route there here with this one under four and a half corners in the first half. That's minus minus one fifteen. I usually like to do this when you got two teams like this, two teams that are near the top of the table, two solid teams where one team's just not going to dominate for, you know, right off the bat and dominate for 45 minutes and rack up, you know, 10 corners, that kind of a thing. So I think it'll be pretty, I want to say maybe we won't get a ton of goals in this one, not like that first 3-2 match. Maybe Liverpool's defense is a little better at home, but I think Liverpool playing at home, that will just prevent Arsenal from, from dominating like how they have been in a lot of games this season. So that's going to limit the amount of corners for Arsenal. The other side of that, I don't think Liverpool have been getting as many corners this season as prior seasons. So let's take under four and a half corners in the first half at minus 115. Chris, do you, do you like the, uh, you had under nine and a half in that first game. Are you, are you going with that again? Do you think there's going to be corners in this one or, or have the same kind of idea 
uh, with this matchup. Yeah, that's an interesting. I yeah, I think it's. I think it was my lone lone. I think I had one other Southampton corners bet, but then I left the corner. There's one. You, there's one you lost. That one you won. Yeah, that this one I somehow won. Um, but yeah, I think the under four and a half corners is interesting. I yeah, like I I think Martinelli is just gonna come out and just like go at Trent Alexander Arnold um, down that flank and like he's gonna be just have his hands full throughout. Um, and yeah, I I, I hope. And I wouldn't be surprised if Liverpool kind of plays a bit more reserved and like on a counter attack type of style, but uh, that would lead it to the under four and a half in the first half. But mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, I, this is an interesting bet. You're the soothsayer of corner bets. I, you know, I'm, I'm not the guy to ask here, but uh, I will say, yeah, like I was, I'm more perplexed by the overs and the unders here. You know, you don't get any value on the over two and a half at minus one sixty. Uh, for in terms of goals, you have to go all the way to over three and a half at one plus one fifty five. But yeah, you mentioned. I mean, Arsenal scored eight goals in their last three away matches, which is pretty impressive. Meanwhile, Liverpool's conceded zero goals in their last three home matches. So something's got to give. I think ultimately this game's like one one or or two uh, two or, or two one. So I, I just it's not a shutout. I don't think it's a one nil. I think we're gonna see some goals. So okay. So, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not weighing in on the corner bets because that that is absolutely your uh, your uh, your road. Yeah, I'm kind of torn on if there's going to be goals in this match or not because we. I mean, we saw that that Arsenal at Manchester City match where where Arsenal had tons of chances to score. They lost that one one nil. Following match at at Everton, they had a ton of chances. End up losing that one one nil. Maybe with Gabriel Jesus back in there. They're in a little better form. Maybe that's going to change things to where they're going to get their goal. They're going to get their goal against Liverpool kind of thing. But I don't know. Liverpool at home, it's almost like, do we want to take the the 1-0 Liverpool win? Is that is that too risky here? Even though Arsenal, this is a game mm-hmm. Arsenal know they can get three points out of. But uh, this is just uh, it's an interesting one because I'm not I'm not sold on there being another three two 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 type of result or I'm not sold on it being, you know, one nil scoreless. So it can go it can go anywhere, I think. For either yeah. side even too. Yeah, I mean we early in the season three two, like so a lot of goals. But prior to that it was last season it was two nil. Um and then they did play twice in the uh the League Cup. I think one, the first one was a zero zero and then they had to do the replay and that was a two nil. Both at Arsenal, both times. Um yeah, and then Liverpool won that one. But prior to that, the the two results were two nil, um, Liverpool winning at the Emirates, and then four uh, nil Liverpool winning at home. Obviously, a much different team than this season than last season. But we have seen. I mean, Arsenal have been shut out a couple times, but yeah, two. We're talking about two t- totally different worlds from you know seasons past for both teams. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Team parlay time. We are, we're still up 9 and 17, as I said at the top of the show, up $602 here. Me and Chris are both three games above 500 in terms of our single, single parlay bets here. We got a interesting slate of Saturday matches. We got a lot of teams battling relegation. Uh, well, I guess, uh, Chris, the first game you're talking about here, Chelsea Wolverhampton. Oh, we, Frank Lampard. Uh, Frank Lampard, the return of Frank Lampard. They are at Wolverhampton. So how do you think that game's going to go? Yeah, wow. Um, I've seen some appalling things recently in the, in the Premier League. Most like, I mean, no one was surprised. Well, I was a little bit surprised to see Roy Hodgson join back up with Crystal Palace. I was like, what, what is going on? I was like, okay, well, I, I get that, you know, like maybe they don't have the financial power to go like get a, a, a manager that they, they just want to – finish out the season and stay up if so that's just Roy can do that but and then I was like I I saw Chelsea rehire their caretaker manager for the rest of the season Frank Lampard they said they they sacked him what like two years two years ago one and a half years ago yeah. and they were like oh yeah let's bring let's bring Frank back in after he had, he was incredibly unimpressive wherever he's been like what and what like I'm just so appalled by this but uh yeah, and anyways, and then Wolverhampton, you know, scoring challenge. I Chelsea scoring challenge. They, you know, come on. They, I'm like, there's no way that we see more than both teams score here. So I went no on both teams to score. I think what was it, it was minus one fifteen. I want to say what it, you're at minus one fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just don't see a way in which both teams score in this game. I'm this, this is like one of those matches that. Even though I have a bet on it, highly unlikely that I watch it. I think it's just going to be a tough one to watch. But, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at on this one. We've got a, just a combination of things where there's I don't see a lot of goals here. Yeah, I got a similar bet on my article. Check it out, rotowire.com. It, it just makes sense to take this one here. Chelsea Wolves, knowing both teams to score, they're begging you to take it at close to even odds. That's kind of what I found. I mean, just those two teams combined, uh, it just seems like a perfect match that's going to be 1-0 or scoreless or something. But as I wrote in my article, uh, the opposite's going to happen and uh, this bet's going to lose. But looking at Frank Lampard, January 2021, that's when he was sacked by Chelsea. And then at Everton, the funny thing with the Everton situation was that it seems like Everton are, are better under Sean Dyche. Uh, in the the last couple months since Lampard's been let go. So it's just funny that, okay, now Lampard's back and he's also managing a team that's that's still in Champions League. So it's just a a wild, incredible situation for him uh, to be sacked by Everton, to be hired by a team that's still in Champions League. But my bet does not involve Champions League teams. 
Uh, I'm back to a team. Uh, well, we got Bournemouth here. Bournemouth are involved in this match. I have another bet on this one. I think there's going to be goals between Leicester City and Bournemouth. Uh, it's just going to be a fun. I think it's just going to be a fun up and down match. You got two teams fighting near the bottom of the table. Leicester know they need points at home. I don't think they're going to play too defensive here. Bournemouth are a team that will press a little bit. And I think that pressure will lead to some counterattacks for Leicester, which is kind of what they prefer to do with whoever starts up front. Jamie Vardy started up front midweek. We'll see if it's DACA. Doesn't seem like Iheanacho's the starter at this point. Again, he's he's been benched once more. But I'm taking Leicester over five and a half corners. Uh, that is minus 125. So we got James Madison leading us to victory with this bet. And then Chris's Chelsea and Wolverhampton know on both teams to score is minus 115. We got plus 236 odds on the team parlay. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in that Leicester Bournemouth match? Like 3 3. 3 3. Let's do it. I don't know. Something absurd. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see what Leicester maybe plays a little bit more conservative with the new manager or the interim manager. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, both teams are bad. Both teams not good at defense. I'm thinking yeah, Adam, Adam Sadler, the. Uh, the co-creator of the murder mystery movies on Netflix. That's their, uh, that's their interim caretaker manager. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I got, I just because those teams are so bad that may, I'm just hoping that it's not, uh, you know, just a low scoring defensive game, lesser at home. It's like, Oh, we don't want to lose. So we're just going to try and like sneak out a one no win. So that's my hope is that that doesn't happen. But I think just the fact, the way that Bournemouth played should lead to goals. So you got any other thoughts on any of these Saturday matches here, Chris? No, just pumped. We got eight matches. Did you say on Saturday, we're going to be, yeah, have a couple. It's like, it's kind of like March madness around here. Um, we're going to have masters going on a couple screens. I'm going to have a couple. I'm going to probably have a couple uh, screens going on some of these, uh, these Premier League games too. So yeah, really excited for Saturday. And then of course um, I'll be like watching through my hands on Sunday for that Liverpool Arsenal game. Like can't watch, but have to watch type of thing. Uh, if they took, if they take points, we'll be, we'll be in good shape. Did you pick up any seasonings? You're going to smoke some birds this weekend or. I actually did. I got a, I got some rub when I was down there in Kansas City, and uh, I actually got a meter made too. Um, it was like part of. It's pretty sweet though. Thing with the t- checks your internal temp of the meat that you are cooking. So I'm thinking we got Easter Sunday too. So uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get it going. Get a nice brunch going. Maybe like a honey ham. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. There, honey ham. There we go. That's what the there plan is. For the rest of the day is to figure out what the menu is. <laughs> Sounds like a great plan. Rub some meat, you know? <laughs> Just rub some meat, smoke some birds. Yep. Got a w- good weekend ahead here. You can find Chris at CHRO8 on Twitter. I'm at Roto Zedroic. We got this cheat sheet up if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter. We now have FPL cheat sheets. The, the tech team created these out for us and it just has the full FPL game week of everything it has look at this we got fpl salaries in the goal scoring odds and in the the, the free kick tracker so we got all this good stuff here uh, including all of the points all the stats so 
something if you play FPL, check that out. Or if you don't play FPL, we still got all the odds for all these Premier League teams. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. It's a free 48-hour trial. Chris, thanks for joining me this weekend on Friday. Hopefully we can get some bets going. Hopefully we can get another team parlay hit. And hopefully, uh, well, let's just say we get uh, one we get a draw here out of this Liverpool Arsenal game, but you're going to want three points. Yeah, so. Not great. <laughs> but thanks for joining me, Chris. We'll see everyone next week. Good luck on your bets. Thanks, Adam. Cheers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.